Welcome back, everybody, to the newest episode of PenPodcast.com. I'm your host, Matthew Harms, founder of Pen for Hire, where we offer premier ghostwriting and author coaching services. Also, the creators of the Pen Podcast, where we sit with authors, writers, writing industry professionals, subject matter experts, and all around interesting people. And today, I'm joined by a guest who fits several of those categories, Danielle Perlin Good. How are you, Danielle? I'm great. Thank you, Matt. Thanks so much for having me here today. It is my pleasure. I think we're going to have a great conversation considering it seems like we we have some overlap in what we do and who we help. Absolutely. 100%. Love it. Where, uh, where are you joining from? I'm in the northern suburbs of Chicago. Okay. Very nice. I've, I've actually got a client out there in northern or southern suburbs. I don't know. I'll ask her tomorrow. Um, but <laughs> weather's probably getting a little cold there too, like it is here in New York, right? Yeah, you know, it's pretty dreary today, but we just put on our smart wool and we go outside. It doesn't matter how cold it is or how warm it is. I, I go outside and try to go outside every single day. So. I, I agree. It gets a little more challenging, but I can deal with the cold before I can deal with walking in the rain or snow. I agree. I'm with you. Yep. <laughs> and as a creative, that fresh air and exercise is incredibly important because just sitting in front of your computer for eight hours at a time will get you nowhere. I know. You know, it's very interesting that you mentioned that because I do find that sometimes during the day when I need that creative spark, and this is something I like to tell clients as well, that sometimes we just need to go outside for five minutes. They just take a walk around the block or you know, drink some tea and sit outside in the yard or on the porch and just not put your earphones in and just be present with yourself. You'd be amazed at how helpful that could be. Yeah, such a great point. I mean, in the summer, spring, I love to sit outside and work as long as I'm within Wi-Fi range. But even that disconnecting for that five or 10 minutes and just tell, letting yourself know that everything will be okay. You, you can take a moment of peace for yourself. Yeah, exactly. You know, I have a great example of that, actually, that we'll, we can chat about a little bit more if we want. But I was struggling with some website copy that I really wanted to, to write for my new program that I'm going to be launching next year. And what I did was I went on a walk, and it was a 20 or 30 minute walk. And I used my voice recorder on my phone and had my ink pad up. And I literally wrote the website copy while walking. I voice recorded it. And I think that that is something that a lot of people don't necessarily think of doing. But that's how I got that creative spark back and was able to get that first draft out. So I really wanted to just share that with, with you and your audience. Well, we're going to get along well, because believe it or not, that's a technique I use with my ghostwriting clients. A lot of times when there is a roadblock or we're not able to get the content out, I tell them when you're, when you have free time, just talk into your voice recorder and send me the audio file, yes. right? No pressure. I'm not there asking you questions. It, it's completely you send me whatever comes out and I'll see what we can do with it. I love that. I do the same exact thing. I send clients of mine, my ghostwriting clients primarily, I also send them questions. And when I send them questions, if they can't hop on, you know, an hour long Zoom or, you know, a really long type of conversation, then what they do is they, they're in between flights or they're jumping out of the shower. They have kids coming in here and there and they just record something for five minutes or 10 minutes 
and they send that Zoom link to me. And uh, it is so, so great to get those because they're from real life. And that's the, those are the vulnerable moments that we want to expose. Absolutely. And you can really take the time as you read through or listen to it to prepare even better questions for the next time you have that meeting. It doesn't have to feel like an interrogation of, all right, then what, then what, then what? I mean, some people operate just fine like that, but others really want that moment of inner peace to not have someone staring at them and feel like they're on the spot to deliver some type of content. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of times, especially with memoir clients who I've worked with, and I was just talking about this with, with another colleague, but I find that in order to get to their most vulnerable moments, we really do need to kind of take a step back and just get to know each other and have that trust and have that credibility and really being able to be open and honest with each other in order to really divulge those really heavy moments and whether or not we want to infuse humor or we want to infuse something else within the you know the creative part of writing scenes you know it's really really crucial i find to develop that camaraderie between both parties right and 95% of the time, I can say, even if we don't use that vulnerable content for whatever reason, it, it makes such a dramatic impact for the client, one, in getting that off their chest, not realizing they were carrying it with them, and two, opening them up going forward. It's like that that's that log jam that frees everything else. Yes, exactly. I mean, I was working with somebody once a few years ago, and I found out something brand new about them nine months into our relationship. And I was like, why did this not come up before this moment? And she, she, she said to me, oh, I didn't think it was important. So it's so interesting what we think is important and isn't important to divulge and tell each other, but we don't get there unless we're asking all the right questions. And honestly, I can really thank my journalism background and my journalistic training from many years ago for being able to do those interviews and have those proper interviews and understand the real importance of the right questions to ask at the right time. You know, that's, that's so true. I never, recently I started putting that together, having, I think we've done over 300 episodes of this podcast. So I'll, I don't know which came first, the chicken or the egg, but there's definitely a similar skill set between being able to ask questions impromptu in a, in a podcast and being able to get your clients to spill their guts. Yes, 100%. I completely agree. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the penpodcast.com, produced by Pen for Hire. Have you always wanted to write a book, but just can't seem to find the time? Do you have an amazing story to tell, but don't enjoy writing? At Pen for Hire, we specialize in extracting the words from your head and turning them into compelling written content. And we do it in your voice. So not only does the story get told, but no one will ever know you didn't do the writing. Visit our website at www.penforhirenyc.com to find out more today. And now back to the interview. So I know we kind of started in the middle, maybe the end. I want to backtrack a little bit and give you an opportunity to tell everyone a little bit about your background, how you got into writing for yourself, writing for others. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I'll give a shortened condensed version here due to time. So in terms of how I got started in this business right now, I am, I call myself the soul line ghostwriter and I'm an award-winning bestselling author. And on a daily, weekly basis, I help C-suite executives share their powerful legacies by unleashing their memoirs, self-help, personal growth, and leadership books so they can create massive impact and transform lives. And since 2008, I've written and edited hundreds of articles, social media posts, all kinds of materials. I was I worked at the Tribune Company for a few years. I worked at a children's publishing company in the Chicagoland area on the marketing side. I've worn many, many different hats in many arenas. But what it always boiled down to was my write, were my writing and editing skills and the fact that I've always wanted to become a writer. I've always loved, loved editing. And I really, a few years ago, wanted and desired to have my own business as a book coach and an editor and eventually then a ghostwriter. And what happened was I had an amazing business coach. I'm still working with her today. And she brought up the idea of me becoming a ghostwriter because of what I was doing and how I was working with my book coaching and editing clients. And as we both know, I'm sure, and a lot of listeners know, if you're working with somebody in a book coaching, editing, specifically developmental editing capacity, it can turn into ghostwriting. If you're giving a lot of suggestions, if you're rewriting, rewriting, giving more suggestions, more ideas, more questions, right? It can turn into you doing the majority of the work, which is what a ghostwriter does, right? Rather than the author. And what happened was I started uh, advertising myself as a ghostwriter and telling my network, looking on LinkedIn, and that's where I got my first couple of ghostwriting clients. And that was a few years ago. And I've done more than half a dozen books since. I'm working on four different books right now, which I don't recommend <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> but I'm very thankful for all the different clients that have come into my life. And I'm so, so excited that every time I get a new client, we develop that rapport, we develop that trust, that credibility in order to have those vulnerable stories out there. And one of the things that makes me unique, I feel, and why I call myself the soul line ghostwriter is because I also use mindfulness and meditation tools to bring the stories out from my clients. So I really bring them out from their souls. And what this looks like is us getting together and sometimes having a meditation session, I pull Oracle cards from my clients frequently and send them videos. I'll give you one short example. I pulled cards for a client a couple of weeks ago, and I had no idea what the cards meant based on our prior relationship. And I asked her about it in our next call. And she said she divulges to me way more information than I ever thought was possible. I had no idea that these certain things were going on in her life because it hadn't come up and the Oracle cards helped. <laughs> it helped divulge that information. And I really love using that as a really prominent tool to get to where we need to go with the story, right? So that's a little bit about me and how I kind of came into who I am today and who I serve and help. 
Love it. And you said something that's incredibly powerful that I, I think we need to spend a couple minutes on because I'm sure you get the, the same or many of the same questions I get. And it usually revolves around price, mm. right? What, what's the price? Or what? And what if I give, I, I've got this much already done. Does that make it less expensive? And people just don't understand. And I'd love your feelings on this. But from where I sit, number one, there is no price. It really depends on like, what are we doing? When do you want it done? How much are we writing? What's the topic? What's your strategy? Like that all comes into play before I can even talk price. And as far as giving me half of a book, sometimes there's more work involved there than me just writing it from scratch. As you mentioned, the editing turns into full on ghostwriting, but now you're dismantling something and then putting it back together. Yes, 100%. I completely agree. I actually got a LinkedIn message today saying, oh, that sounds great. What's the price? <laughs> and I couldn't agree more with the fact that it really does depend on the customized plan for the clients and how many months they want for the project. If somebody comes to me and says, and I'm sure you have the same thing if somebody says, oh, I want a 30,000 word book done in three months. You say, okay, I can do it, but it's going to be a lot more than it would be if it were to take six months, right? And then you add the factor of whether or not they have content and if they want that content used in the book or if they want original content, right? And that's a huge question and a huge determination in terms of what the price should be because that also determines the amount of time that the ghostwriter needs to spend on it, right? So I like to talk about resources. So I talk about the fact that we have time, energy, and money, and we place a value on those three resources, right? And I tell all of my potential clients this. I say, you know, you can write anything you want. I can have my son write his name on a piece of paper. I can upload it to KDP. I can run a best-selling marketing campaign. We can get him to become a best-selling author at four years old, but we're not going to do that, right? <laughs> but we could if we want. And I, I leave it up to them to decide how do they want to spend their time, money, and energy on this project. And we talk about that, right? Because if they want a book coach, they're going to be spending more time and energy and less money because they're going to be learning how to Put a book together what the craft is like how to write scenes how to develop characters what goes in the organizational flow of the book how the character develop you know all transitions flows at everything right everything and anything but if they don't want to spend the time doing that which a lot of times i'm sure your clients and my clients they're really busy they don't have time to learn all of these things and little they don't have time to even write down what they want to share, right? I mean, a lot of times I run into the problem of, I have clients who are very difficult to get a hold of even for interview questions because they're so busy. So how are they gonna sit and write a whole book, right? They have tons of business engagements already. They're flying across the world, they're speakers, what have you, right? They don't have time for that, right? But unless you go up to them and literally put that on a platter and say, this is how you're using your time. 
this is how you're using your energy and this is how money is being used in your life, then it's very difficult for somebody to actually be honest with themselves about the type of value that they place on those resources, right? So then I say, okay, you don't want to utilize your time and energy. You would rather utilize less time and energy in your life to create this book. That means that it's going to be on somebody else, likely a ghostwriter. So it's going to cost more money in order to have that, right? Just like anything, right? That's why, you know, something like TaskRabbit exists, right? That's why anything that you can pay for a service or a product, that's why services and products exist to alleviate the time, the energy, or the money hustle, right? And I think that's so important to share with the audience and talk about with potential clients because they need to know what those options are and really lay it out there for them, you know? Yeah. Like I, I use Instacart because I know what I could be using my time for <laughs> instead yeah. of spending it in line at the supermarket. There's that service is worth more to me than the money I'm paying for it. Exactly. A hundred percent. And everything is like that. Everything. Yeah. I mean, if you have an abundance of time, then maybe that's not the service for you. But the clients that we're working with generally fall into that category. I feel your pain of I can't even get them to read what I've written to get it approved because they're too busy. They're like, oh, I'm sure it's fine. Like, that's not the way this works. You need to read it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I think it's so important to discuss from the get go what those goals are. So I always ask also, like, what are your goals? Who are your target audiences or your one target audience? And if somebody comes to me and says, my goal is to primarily make money off of this book, then I say, okay, that's great. But a lot of times the book does not serve your profits, right? The book is to create credibility and authority in your life so that you can then create profit in other ways. So that includes other products that you're developing, other courses, speaking engagements, podcast appearances, you name it. But that's really important to know who you're dealing with and what those goals are and to be crystal clear. That's something that I've learned too. I'm sure you've learned as well from the very beginning of a project to be really, really clear on what those goals are for both parties and how realistic those goals are, right? Do you, if you, again, going back to that 30,000 word example in three months, is that person really going to spend the time giving you feedback or are they going to be traveling for a quarter and you're not going to hear from them for two and a half months, right? So it's really important to talk about that. And yeah, I think that's, that's all really, really crucial knowledge to know from the very beginning of the process. Thank you for listening to the penpodcast.com created by pen for hire. Thanks to technology, authors are now able to reach their readers in new ways. Letting readers know who you really are, why you wrote the book, and that you welcome their questions and comments goes a long way to building a fan base. Outside of social media, Podcasts, radio, television, newspaper, and magazine interviews reach millions of people every day. How can you get featured in more of these media channels? Working with a public relations specialist will open more doors than you ever thought possible. Visit our website at www.penforhirenyc.com to get a free consultation today. Now back to the interview.
Yeah, absolutely. It reminds me of one of my favorite expressions. I forget where I heard it, but I've heard it multiple times. Fast, cheap, and good. You can only have two. Ah, I love that. And sometimes even then, like depending which two, you're not going to get the, the fastest or the cheapest. Um, it certainly ain't going to be good. And I, I don't know about you. I personally, I don't like to extend. Six months is that sweet spot, yeah. right? I think that's just enough time where as the writer, you're not overwhelmed. But anything longer is really a disservice because you're not as engaged. You're not as immersed in the content. You're spreading it out so far that if a client does miss a meeting or two, by the time you get back into it, you, you have almost have to start the project over. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I agree with parts of that. I think it depends on the client and it depends on, on the work because for me, I think that also because of the fact that I have two young children, I have trained myself to be in and to be out of the headspace of somebody else because that's what I have to do, right? So I have to be able to be 100% on their level and what that person is thinking, be in their tone, in their voice, in their authenticity. And then I have to also be able to leave it on the page and leave that there and then be able to go on to the rest of my priorities for the day or the week. And I think that's really, really crucial to talk about as well, because a lot of times we deal with people who are divulging really traumatic or important things that have happened in their life and we're holding space for them but then we also need to learn how to hold space for ourselves and our priorities so it's really important i think to make sure that we like you said have that sweet spot of understanding where what works for both parties you know boundaries are super important in what we do because if you let people they will and with no malice just suck you dry you can't respond to every email or question about the book or every comment in the minute because like you said you've got other headspace for other clients and if you're constantly just going back and forth and reacting you your own mental health is going to suffer and there's going to become this level of resentment for the project if you feel like you're living eating sleeping and breathing it when Yes, it's important, but it's not the only thing you have to do in a day. Yes. And I'll just tell you a super quick story about that. I unfortunately had to end a client relationship earlier this year because of exactly that. It was a lot of time sucking, energy sucking, and it was to the point where I was receiving 15 minute boxer messages on a daily basis, multiple times a day. It was, a, I, I was getting way too much for it from this memoir client. And, you know, there is that fine line of divulging too much and telling your entire life story versus what needs to be told for the book. And, the fact that, you know, it's it's kind of an interesting job that we have because we kind of become their best friend for a short period of time in our in their life. And they don't know anything about us or very little at least. Best friend, therapist, coach. There are so many hats we wear in, in every single interaction with a client. It's it, their priest. <laughs> <laughs> rabbi, <laughs> rabbi. You know, everybody walks into a bar. Wait, what's that joke again? <laughs> right, and most people don't realize that, right? They just say, oh, so you write. Um, it kind of ties in with 
when people are like, oh, I can't believe like a doctor or a lawyer makes so much money per hour. And you're discounting the fact that, no, you're not paying them for that. Yes, you are for that time. But think about the 15 or 20 years of schooling and experience that got them to the point of being able to solve your problem for you in an hour. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's so important for people to realize and recognize when looking at a price and the people who ask what the price is from the very beginning, I don't tell them the price from the very beginning, because like I, I said, you know, we talk about everything that we just discussed on, on the podcast here today is you know, the time, the energy, everything else that it's going to take in order to complete that project. And I always say, you know, the range is, you know, 10,000 to 100,000 or more. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, there's so many different factors and everything is so customized in the industry that whenever I meet somebody who says, well, I met a ghostwriter who said they can do this and this amount of time, I say, great. That's wonderful. I'm so happy. I wish you all the best sending light and love to you, but that's not how I work. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know what? It's so funny you say that. And I, I, I want to be mindful of our time, but I do just want to hit on this one point that when it comes down to that price first, not that there's anything wrong with that, because I, I understand there's an investment. I understand people need to be conscious of the expense. But for my experience, I would almost, I don't want to say 100% because I'm never that certain of anything, but probably 95% of my client interactions where their first concern was price and they wouldn't agree to even have a call to discuss all of the factors that go into price. I, I won't even like, you know what? It doesn't even matter. Cause we're not going to work together. Like I'm not even going to quote your price. Cause if you don't want to, if you don't take it seriously enough to have an in-depth conversation, you don't call your doctor and say, what's the price before I come in today? Well, I don't know. It depends what we're going to do today. Right. 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 And the other thing to keep in mind, too, is for a lot of these clients, and I just was talking about this with somebody else, too, that in 2020, when the pandemic happened, there was such a boom in people asking themselves, what is my legacy? Right. And thinking about like having a written book for your friends, family, for your business, like how amazing is that for your legacy? Right. And people are really thinking about having this book written for them or multiple books because that factor of, wow, how long do I have here? You know, that's obviously a really deep place to, to go, but it's really important because a lot of these clients that I'm sure you have too, and I have, they think about those things. They think about what their legacy is and they think about what am I going to leave behind and what am I doing here right now? How am I serving people? What am I doing to give and writing a book or having a ghostwriter help you collaborate with you on the writing of the book? It really does serve so many individuals and the best client relationships I have are the ones where they want to give back and they want other people to see success based on what they've seen in their lives and careers. And I think that's really important to keep in mind. Yeah, I, I actually tell people a book is one of the best ways to become immortal. Mm, I love that phrase, yes. Right, no, and no one throws books out. Like, it, at worst, they get donated to the library. Um, and someone somewhere down the line is, is going to be able to know you existed and that you had some meaningful experiences that they can learn from. I, I think that's so powerful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I just, there, there's a book called The Reading List, I believe, that 
I just listened to through my library and it's about the power of books and the power of novels and how that can help develop relationships. And it's an absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous novel. I really liked it. I just put that on my reading list because I'm coming near the end of my five dysfunctions of a team audiobook. So yeah. I'll, I'll put this on my, on my library. But I want to be conscious of time because we're just about out. Do me a favor, Danielle, and we're definitely going to have to continue this conversation online or offline. But you mentioned your program coming out next year for Solar Line Ghostwriting. Can you, you want to take a quick minute to give everyone some information on that, where to find you and where to get mm -hmm. more information about signing up? Absolutely. So if you can go to the soulalignedghostwriter.com slash saga, S-A-G-A, you will find everything there is to know about the Soul Aligned Ghostwriting Certification Program where you can accelerate your writing career and discover your gifts and turn them into profits. That is incredible. Just given the, the value I found in this as an industry professional, for anyone listening, if you have any desire to write your own book, help other people write a book, really just learn more about the process. Head over to head over to Danielle's website. Definitely find out some information. Reach out. You know, I'm sure much like me, or you're happy to meet with people and consult them, uh, point them in the right direction. Ghostwriting is not right for everybody. Sometimes it's coaching. Sometimes, you know, you just got to go back to the drawing board and really give some more thought to what you want to write about. But that's what professionals like us are here for. So please head over to Danielle's website. Any questions for me, uh, you can always email me, Matt, at penforhirenyc.com or just head over to penforhirenyc.com. We appreciate you supporting our guests and tuning in and we'll catch you all on the next episode of the Pen Podcast. Danielle, thank you so much again. Thank you. My pleasure.